Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Combo Number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. And yes, remember everyone that Richard of Yarrock gave battle in vain. Squeamy Giggity caught up with the meta traffic with the Weatherlight Report. I'm bringing you the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. He, like everyone else, is doing some working out resolutions, yet will fail by the end of January. Uh, thank you for tuning in to your number 12 source of Magic the Gathering news. We are excited to be nominated for an Emmy Cruel one day, possibly. We're in possibly. Possibly. Year. This is the year. I'm just hoping to go up to number nine. <laughs> Woo! Uh, we're going to start off the top of the cats with the latest incarnation that ensued with games on Sunday with 45 in the dash. Uh, so the games that we'll probably mostly like to be talking about actually took place after our debate with the bounty system. Yes. First one I'm going to talk about was a very interesting game. I got hated out every single game, by the way. Good Me for you. too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did not. Um, I uh, made myself the arch enemy in every single game. Oh, there you so, go. You know, <laughs> normal things. Yeah. So <laughs> this was my Karametra deck. Versus Jaleva, piloted by Mr. Magoo, our artist for the cast. Uh, and Big Tuck's friend Joe, uh, piloting Angie, which I believe is a Big Tuck deck. Indeed. Um, and a listener that came out for the debate playing Phage the Untouchable. So, Phage was doing scary things. Really? I mean, I, How do you get him out? Uh, he had Torpor Orb out turn oh, two. Oh, nice. Yeah. But then he got mana screwed because, of course, me played Ultra the Brood turn one. <laughs> so I kept making him mill out his land. So no one was really that upset because I was keeping him off right. Phage mana. Um, and guys, if you're not familiar with Phage, if she enters the battlefield and she was not cast from your hand, you lose the game. And then whenever she deals combat damage to a player, they lose the game. And she mm -hmm. has Death Touch. Yeah. Um, she is quite the untouchable one. So I was doing everything that I possibly could not to die. And then our dear friend, Mr. Magoo, just screwed me hard. I had done Defense of the Heart twice. Oh, my gosh. Um, I had my Avacid. Everything's indestructible. I had my Sigarda, uh -huh. so nothing could be sacrificed. Uh -huh. um, I had went and got a Platinum Angel, so I couldn't lose the game. Of course. And then I went and got... Oh, man. I can't remember... Uh, actually, I think I went and got the, if you were to gain life, put a plus one, plus one counter on all your creatures, yeah. that angel. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She's like a four or five. Yeah, I know what um, you're talking about. And so I did all of that, but then he played that GD enchantment that it's a red one, and at the beginning of his turn, he gains control of that creature and untaps it, and it gains haste. It's an enchantment? It's an enchantment. And Okay. Yeah, it's like I think it's like two red, two colorless, um, and he played that on my Avacyn. So all my stuff lost indestructible on his <laughs> turn. He played his destroyed artifact oh. card, got rid of Platinum Angel, made a deal with Phage to kill me. <laughs> so then he killed me, and then he ended up winning the game somehow. But, what? <laughs> yeah, I became Arch Enemy because A, Alter the Brood turn one. I think I made the Phage player mill 60% of his deck, 70% of his deck. He was getting it's low a, it's on a cards. a few cards. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know... Uh, Mr. Magoo really hated that as well because I was making him get rid of stuff. But then he ended right. up doing his 13 2 2 zombies twice. Of course. Because uh, he's a Every single time. I know. He it's cheats. amazing. He, he clearly yeah, he's amazing. Um, and then, but you know, it probably didn't help that I defensive the hearted twice. Right. So, yeah, that was the game that I want to talk about. Nice. I was the first to die, uh, but Mr. Magoo won. Uh, Squee McGee, what game do you want to talk about? All right. So mine actually involves some very similar players. There are Savalas and, you know. Uh, what is the white card? It's a flying angel that when it attacks and deals combat damage, that player skips their next combat phase. 
Oh, I know what you're talking about. I do not know that one. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I don't know the name of it, but whatever it is out there in the wild, I now have <laughs> nightmares of it not knowing what it is. Holy shit. So I was playing, and first I got to blow up a moat. That was very exciting. Oh, that's oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I blew See, up a moat with a Golgari charm. Will was trying to get me to buy a moat while I was in OKC, but me being an idiot, I thought moat was a land, not an enchantment. Oh. As soon as I saw it was an enchantment, I was like, hell no. <laughs> So this one, yeah, so this guy had out the angel that makes all your stuff indestructible. Yep. He had out the one that was making me skip my combat phases, and then Davis was playing his morph deck. So I was running uh, Gorm and Virtus, which I now am reigning as the unanimous hate crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody kills this thing so... I don't do anything to anybody, and this deck is hated off the board immediately. Well, I mean, you have reduced my life to half. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's it's more of the threat of what you could do, I think. Coming from the guy that milled 70% of somebody's deck. Uh, I don't feel bad. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so that was out. Davis plays morph deck. Davis flips over a morph, makes a copy of the thing that does the skip your combat phase. Oh, no. So then I had this one guy swinging at me every turn to make sure that I couldn't attack with Virtus, and then whenever he wouldn't do it, him and Davis would make a deal together, and then Davis would swing at me, and he would swing at the other player. It was this horrible, horrible loop of things that was just going around and around and around. So I never got to attack the whole game pretty much. I did one swing with Virtus. Other than that, I just sat there. This guy board wiped all of our lands twice, by the way. Yep. Oh, yuck. I, 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 I played this guy as well. He uh, was, it was like me, um, yeah, just, another guy's son, he just him, cast and, his and then Armageddon's, right? Yeah. Scum. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know was, who you are. Oh, man, it, it was, was not gross. Fun. Well, uh, Big Tuck, what's a game that you want to talk about? Well, uh, the first game out the gates, I actually piloted the uh, Bruise and Builds Big Tuck deck. Yeah. How uh, was it? Well, hot trash. Um, <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, and Q, I'm, Q cover up for hot trash. I'm shocked and surprised when he told me that people were clamoring at the gates for that card because yep. it's something. Uh, I, I had a mulligan. I think I had mulligan. I like could not get a good opening hand. And I think I mulliganed to five. and was like, screw everyone here. I'm mulliganed back to seven. I don't care. This is our night, so you can suck it. And I still couldn't pull it out. Um, but I was with Davis, and then there's this like one kid that I was playing with who me and Will were effectively just molding like putty to what we needed to. Um, <laughs> the, only thing that was, the only thing that, re- that was really exciting is I did get to attack with him. Couldn't cast the cards exiled, so that was fun. <laughs> and then uh, the only other thing was I did get to Phyrexian Rebirth and got like a 13-13. Oh, so, wow. that was, so that was rad. Um, but yeah, uh, maybe I just got some bad beats. It start, I started kind of getting rolling, um, but like by the time I was like getting stuff in order, my life was at like 19. And then Will just like steamrolled me with a bunch of Thopters because he was playing his like counter deck. So anyways, um, it was fun-ish. Naya still is the worst. And uh, Jimmy, I'm coming for you. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I wish you would have had more success, but... Uh, what, can you, what can you do, What right? can you do? Yep. You know, and I think we only played that deck once, and I actually do have it in my car, so maybe I'll play it tonight at level yeah. one and give yeah, you some yeah, feedback. Yeah. Well, guys, I think that's going to wrap up 40 Life in a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse. What's the plane chase? So what we wanted to do, as we know, every other podcast does an hour and a half to two hours <laughs> on every single set release and they do an entire so we're only gonna do an hour so it's not even gonna be an hour so literally all we're gonna do is we're gonna each pick our favorite creature artifact instant sorcery planeswalker enchantment and god since this is a god sure basically set theme um and that's kind of how we want to do this it's gonna be part one we'll do part two once everything's done i don't think big tuck will be here for that one that one most likely we'll be doing with uh someone from edh rec uh, to fill in for Big Tuck. Yeah. Um, 
And so he won't have to do that hour-long cast. Uh, but that's kind of what we thought. You know, just give high-level thoughts, talk about what the card is, see if it has any applications to, you know, EDH. Sure. So uh, I'm going to start this one off. Uh, the creature that I wanted to talk about is also a legendary creature. We're talking Pelucranos Unchained. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a big he's a big boy. He's a big boy. Uh, so it's two colorless Golgari, which is green, black. It's a zero zero zombie hydra. Mythic. mythic. And this truly is a mythic. Yeah. Uh, it ETBs with six plus one plus one counters on it. And then so it's escape, if you're not familiar with it, it's four colorless Golgari, black, green, exile six other cards from your graveyard. So basically you pay six, exile six, and then it right. comes in, and then it comes in with twelve plus one plus one counters on it. And we're still not done! <laughs> if damage would be dealt to Pelucranos while it has a plus one plus one counter on it, prevent that damage and remove that many plus one plus one counters from it. And then it has another effect. <laughs> Colorless Golgari, black green, it fights another creature. Yeah, it's it's, it's bananas. It's really it. dirty because he's always going to be huge. That's just a target removal know. or whatever you want. Yeah. Someone actually had posted like uh, on the Ask the Judge group on Facebook with this card. It was how does this and of course I'm drawing a blank on it. It's trip green, three colorless. Uh, if damage would be dealt to one of your oh, creature, vigor, vigor. Yeah, yeah. How does yeah, this yeah. interact with vigor? When it takes damage, it shouldn't take any damage, right. and it just gets that many plus ones. And so what someone said is you basically, as the controller, pick which effect happens. Oh, really? Gotcha. Okay. And so mm. he gets even more disgusting if you have Vigor out there, because all the damage that he takes from the fighting right. is now just going to add to his plus one, plus one counters. Um, I could see this as a commander, and sure, I could see this definitely. as a 99. So. Um, yeah, and it reminds me of like what we talked about last week, um, which will be this week's podcast, The Temet. Like oh, being, yeah. able, being able to cast him for escape at a reducted cost instead of like repeatedly casting him with command zone and he comes in twice as big, nuts. It's yeah. very, very good. Absolutely bananas. Yeah. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. So, uh, Squee McGee, what is the creature you want to talk about? So, the creature that I wanted to talk well, I guess I have two, including one of the gods, but the, uh, the, the creature creature that I wanted to talk about is Devourer of Memory. Uh, so, it is a blue-black creature nightmare. It's a 2-1, and it reads... Whenever one or more cards are put into a graveyard from your library, Devourer of Memory gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Oh, yeah. Oh, block Lord. This turn. And then it has for one, blue, and a black. Put the top card of your library into your graveyard. I think this is really dirty. Do it it's a an, lot, yeah. It's an uncommon also, uh -huh. so it's going to be pretty cheap, I think. But yeah, if you run any sort of mill deck or if you want to do this, this guy can dome somebody out oh. so very fast. Like, if you just need to mill out... 10, 15, 20 cards to kill somebody. Right. Do it and they're gone. It's that well, simple. Like, he's is, unblockable, this... so he's an instant kill shot. Right. And like this is um this is like torpor or or uh, mesmeric orb. So like mesmeric orb, it's like two colorless for an artifact. Whenever a player untaps a permanent, they mill one. So mm -hmm. I run that in my mill deck, and now yeah. that like gives me incentive to like tap out. Yeah, every and turn play you this untap just, all yeah, your just, stuff, he's a 15, 15, right, 20, 20. Yikes. Dome people, love yeah. it. Yeah. No, I think this card's really cool. I'm surprised it's an uncommon. It to me is better yeah, than a lot of rares a out like there. A rare, yeah. I, I think it's really cool. I'll be interested to see how that's gonna play out in a non-EDH format on, you know, I'm kind of curious in standard right. how, that, how that's gonna do. I feel like that's really good for that. EDH will be kind of curious. I wanna I want to see it happen yeah, in a mill's, while. Yeah, mill's tough, yeah. but I mean, it's good to just have another weapon in your mill arsenal, right? Yeah, like, yeah. If, he, if he wasn't unblockable, it might yeah. not be the worst right. thing. If he wasn't unblockable, I think that that would yeah, right. stifle it, but being unblockable makes it so very difficult not to kill somebody. Yeah, I'd, that's fair. 
Well, Big Tuck, what's the creature you want to talk about? So I, this is because I've always had a little place in my heart for this guy. Uh, Daxos, Blessed by the Sun. So uh, yeah. Yeah, this card's cool. Two colorless, or I'm sorry, two white for a two and star. His toughness is equal to your devotion to white. Um, whenever another creature you control enters the battlefield or dies, you gain one life. So as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh yeah, Taysa Karlov just got his, her her husband. <laughs> um, she's going to be really, she's going to be really, really good in it. Um, Soul Warden and uh, Suture Priest are ones where like whenever a creature enters the battlefield you gain a life but the problem with them is they don't do anything besides that right they're not getting the red zone they block horribly um whereas daxos is going to be this huge chump blocker i mean if you play him in mono white he could probably get into like a 10 10 range if you play him in melted colors he could probably get in like the five or six range um again nothing super exciting with him he's kind of it's kind of a meat and potatoes pull if you will yeah but i mean i just like do you think he'll be good enough to make a commander out of i don't think so because it's, like, it's only toughness, right? And like, there's nothing really to do. Yeah. And like, you need for white. You really white doesn't have a lot of sacrifice effects to deal with his to both of his, his abilities. But like, there's like a white token leader. Maybe um, I think he's definitely gonna be a more part of the 99. I really yeah. like what they're doing with devotion. Kind of throwing mm. devotion into different things other than just making it a creature. Like yeah, they're yeah, actually yeah. giving it to your power, your toughness, mm-hmm. and different right. aspects like that. So that's yeah. a cool mechanic. Totally agree. And I actually, when I saw this, I was initially gonna be like, oh man, does this have a home in my vehicle deck? And I was like, mm, probably no, not. Probably not. It really, you really want something where you're sacking creatures making tokens that sort of thing yep well i think that's gonna wrap it up for our creatures guys uh the next one we're gonna do is artifacts me and big tuck are all we're, we're, we're perfectly aligned here yeah there's, guaranteed I mean, there's only there's only one there's only well there's only been three there's only been one officially spoiled um there's only been three so far so we're yeah. talking nyx lotus yeah it's yep, incredible me too. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, there we this go this gross yeah it's it's this horrendous is gross. this is literally going in every single monocolor deck yes, in existence the only thing actually i don't think i'll be putting into my white deck because i run so many artifacts mm-hmm. uh but everything else so nyx yeah. lotus guys is four colorless it's a rare it's a legendary artifact oh i didn't even know. it etb's tapped which is the big negative yeah, where sucks. a lot of people yeah. are still saying that sucks but it taps choose a color Added amount of mana t- of that color equal to your devotion of that color. That's so gross. So stupid. So even in two and three color decks, I'd probably still yeah, right. run this thing. Nykthos is already a card that you run in every mono white yep. or every mono color deck. Yep. And now you just have a backup Nykthos. <laughs> Basically. I just don't know. I can't believe that they printed this. This is amazing. Well, and it's one, le- it's one less than Gilded Lotus. Right. Right. Which only gets you three. So any deck, any monocolor deck that's running that is being cut immediately and putting yep. this in. Yeah. It's really bonkers. Oh, like, I need we, one we of these talking for about, Kikusha, I told you so they badly. wouldn't do. Oh, yeah. I told you they wouldn't do a Nykthos actual reprint. You were technically correct. Yes. <laughs> and uh, this is the one that this is the one that we're going to have to be happy with. What I do you guess. think this is going to go for? This seems like it's going to be really expensive once well, it gets out there in the wild. Gilded Lotus was like 10. And then when they reprinted it, it was like five. So right now it's sitting at nine dollars pre-order price. Uh, so friend of the so going to burn pro Forest Day Two Wong uh, basically said everything's at its peak right now. Wait for release weekend. Within a week, that's when it'll be at its lowest. Yeah, because everyone's cracking packs. The market's flooded. Uh But then about three weeks after release weekend is when everything's going to start going down. Yeah, that makes sense. I I just see this in two or three years being extremely expensive. Yeah, I think it'll probably be like fifteen bucks. Yeah, Yeah. probably because this will be because Nykthos is already a standard in Pioneer. Mm -hmm. So this will be a standard in Pioneer. This is going to be a standard in EDH. This is probably going to wreck in standard. Yeah, modern, probably. I don't think so. No, it's too, it's too uh, slow. Too, too slow, slow for modern. Uh, but I think all too those... Slow. Too slow. <laughs> too slow. Too sweet. Too sweet. Uh, but I, I think in all those other formats, it's going to be bananas for Yeah, sure. it's, it's really bonkers. So, cool. I'm, so, my uh, instant that I want to talk about 
is a replacement let's from one of my over, favorite let's cards. Get it, let's get, get it over with. We're talking Drag to the Underworld. God, it's so good. <laughs> uh, so this is two colorless black-black instant. This spell costs X less to cast, where X is your devotion to black. Destroy target creature. So, worst case scenario, it's one more mana than murder. And that is absolute right. worst. Yeah. Most likely... It's a two it's, mana murder. Yeah, it's oh, a two it's, mana murder. Yeah, this is what's funny is this I has think, also been mine. I, I, it was, it's too good not to. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, what I think is really funny about this one is that uh, Heroes Downfall, which is in my in my opinion and a lot of people's, I think the best one of the best removals because it gets a creature or uh, Planeswalker for three, uh, just like a better murder, like straight up. That was actually printed in the original Theros. Oh, so, wow. look at that coming around. The yeah, this, this card's gross. I'm excited about it. I'm going to definitely run it in a lot of decks. Anything that I have that yeah, runs anything black. That runs, anything sure. that really runs black. Um, yeah, I can see this probably. It'll probably stick around 60 cents, 70 so. yeah, cents. So. Right it's now, an, it's, it's an, an uncommon. Right now, it's at a buck. Oh, buck like 15. I was talking about using Devotion for other things, I... I am getting an inkling and a little bit of a worry that they may go a little too far with some of the They've got, you've gone too far. We've gone too far. We've We've gone gone too far. far. We know too much. We know too much. Wow. Who was that guy? Pablo Francisco from like 2001, maybe. 2001. Ooh, man. All right. They're trying to steal my tortillas. (laughs) (laughs) So the sorcery I'm going to talk about is Allure of the Unknown. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's me too. God damn, there we go. everything on the same page. <laughs> I told you guys there was no reason to be scared. So Allura of the Unknown. This card scares me, by the way. Is... Not not for what I'm gonna get, but it scares me for what somebody else is gonna take off the top oh, of this my one. Head. Yeah. I actually I'm not worried about that. So it's three colorless Rakdos. That's black, red. It's a sorcery. It's also a rare. It's actually pre-ordering for under a dollar right now. Nice. Uh, which I may actually end That's up a- just doing that. So, uh, reveal the top six Ooh. cards of your library. An opponent exiles a non-land from among them. Then you get the rest into your hand. <laughs> that opponent may cast the exiled card without paying its mana cost. <laughs> it's so it's so risky. <laughs> I like it. What is there not to like? So, you toss oh, them a triumph for the hordes or a crater hoof Who and you're cares? dead? I'm, I'm give no, them a triumph for the I'm, hordes. They I'm, may only have three creatures. I'm just, I'm just saying. You pick the person in the worst possible position. And that's who you give it to. Yeah, but I'm just saying. So, like, for example, in my Rakdos Lord of Riots deck, there's like a good chance the best card in that top six is going to be an Eldrazi that it's going to get for free. Yeah. Right? And like, but yeah. you're getting five cards in the hand. It doesn't matter when they have an Annihilator for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's. Man, I, I, I picked know. this, this card, one because this card, it was super interesting. This, this card, I, I think it's going to make for a lot of very this, this card fun gives me, plays. This card gives me anxiety. This is going to wreck games. This is going to make. People leave and rage yeah. quit. I'm almost certain, oh, just oh, depending whatever you top deck. But yeah, but it's I, I'm not. I will, <laughs> it's so risky. Unless I'm like, unless I build another like insane like fun deck, I will not be playing this. It's way too. It's way too risky. Yeah, you already have like enough stuff in black to draw cards, right? You don't need any more, especially to give something something like the best card for free. So yeah, I, don't know, I I like it. It's a good one. I hopefully will be. At some point, I think we're gonna. I hope we will draft this, and I can't wait to see what happens in that. <laughs> but gosh, it's just too limited. I don't think it's gonna be very good. No, I don't think so. But, uh, uh, but man, an EDH dude, that's oh. going. To, that's going to my Greven deck for sure. Really? I'm yes. very excited yeah. to see you play it. I really want to be yeah. there. I'd like to be in that game. Because I'd I like feel, you to pick me because I'd feel, like to see what I get to draw. If you build your deck right, like my Greven deck, like okay, what are you gonna bullets of Citadel? That would be the worst yeah, be the case worst you could do. Like, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Right. So, uh, well, that was our card. 
What was yours? So we were talking in the chat about this. So I want to talk about Nylea's intervention. So oh, X, yeah. Yeah, X blue blue choose. Or I'm sorry. X green green. Yeah, I was about to say blue blue. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> X green green. Choose one. Search your library for up to X land cards. Reveal them. Put them into your hand and then shuffle your library. Or Nylea's intervention deals X damage to each creature with flying. We had this like mini debate going on about if this is better than Sylvan Scrying, where Sylvan Scrying's one colorless and a green. Yep. And you go get any land. I think it's way better than that because worst case scenario you're playing three for the same thing as Sylvan Scrying, but the upside of, it, of being able to go get five different lands. And again, it's not basics. It's lands. Right. It's any land you want. So I well, I'm gonna be putting this immediately into my Maze's End deck because if you can play nine into it and then you have a burgeoning on field. It's like, all right, well, this is gonna, this game's got to be ending real quick. Yeah. Um, I just love this card. I think it's cool. Um, I like the fact, like I said, any it's any land. Um, the sucks that they're in your hand on the battlefield, but the utility of this, uh, the fact that green has a hard time with dealing with flyers, as you're well it aware does. of, Mr. Squee. Um, Mr. Big Squee. <laughs> Mr. Big, Big Squee. Squee. Yeah, so now you lose intervention, play it, buy it, burn your Sylvan Scrines. Yeah, this is fun. I think anything that plays Landfall also, because mm -hmm. like late game has always been a trouble with Landfall unless sure. you're putting yeah. stuff back from your graveyard. So having that late game in green to be able to put out whatever it may be, maybe it's a Rampaging Bay loss right. or 4-4 four tokens or something else. But yeah, this is great. I'll probably be putting this in one or two of my decks. Ooh, it's already pre-ordered close to three bucks. I know. Yeah. So hey, guys. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, as you guys remember, we were going to announce the December giveaway today. So, Natalie at Cardboard Nervin, uh, congratulations. You won hey. the Big Tuck. Hey. Yeah. Uh, so, super pumped. Uh, I will be playing that tonight at level one just to make sure it's yeah, a good deck. Yeah, just, is, it just, a just, just, is it a gift or a curse? Is it a gift or a curse? Just to smooth the edges just over. Just to smooth it. Uh, so, if you can, just uh, shoot at Mr. Combo number five or at CMD Tower your shipping address. Um, and we will get this thing shipped out to you, plus a at Mr. Con number five legend card and a CMD Tower sticker. So thank you for following our accounts and supporting the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Thank Hope you. you have fun so to continue this train, now we're heading over to Planeswalkers. <laughs> and, there's only uh, one. Uh, there's two. Yeah, but there's only one. <laughs> yeah, it's Ashiok. Yeah, Nightmare it's Ashiok Reviews. Nightmare Reviews. So Ashiok. Well, no, there's actually three because they do. They did do the Ashiok. Oh, the, the garbage buy a box or yeah. the Planeswalker one. Yeah, yeah it's trash. Uh, so, anyways, the Nightmare Muse is three colorless. Demir, that is blue black. Yep. It is a mythic, and this does deserve <laughs> the mythic. Yes. Uh, mantle. Five loyalty is what it ETBs with. Um, and it has three abilities. Plus one, create a 2-3 blue-black nightmare creature token with whenever this creature attacks or blocks, each opponent exiles the top two cards of their library. <laughs> ew. Yeah, ew. Gross! Yeah, it's real gross. so nasty! <laughs> you know what? That would almost make me want to build a brawl deck around that. Oh, sure. That would yeah, be yeah. filthy. That's just a gut punch. Uh, the next one's minus three. Return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. Then that player exiles a card from their hand. Right. Also, also, also good. Yeah. Then minus seven. You may cast up to three face-up cards your opponent's own from exile without paying their mana Oh my cost. gosh. And the crazy thing is that doesn't even say exiled with Ashiok <laughs> Right, yeah. It's just, it's just exiled. And for five mana and it's a seven, so like the third Could you turn, imagine no. if I played a rest in peace and then you got that oh. oh or like think about it like bajuka bog like there's yeah. so many good decks that run and stuff in their you get this on a three yeah. turn clock right yeah exactly that's, three that's turn the thing clock. that's crazy right 
Wow. Yeah, it's really good. Wow. Um, nothing to hate here. I mean, no. five is kind of on the higher side, but it, there's if this was four, it would be busted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they had to put it at five because if they put it at four or three, we're now in the Oko realm yeah, where right, it's right, too yeah. good for standard. I think five is to where it's a little on the high price for standard, but in EDH, we've yeah, no, five right. stuff yeah, yeah. all this the is, time. This is so good. Um, like, go, FYI, have you guys seen the alternate foil? For, oh yeah! It's yes, like I the, saw it's that. So yeah. cool! Uh, I really like it. Speaking of art, the the lands that they're coming out with those full art. Oh lands, yeah, they're bonkers. Oh they man, they're so cool. How they're, they're gonna, gonna, gonna be in the bundle or not? Yeah, I don't know. They look That's so the cool though. I also like the I also like the alternates on the gods and the demigods oh, when it has like, like the, the, the constellation. Yeah, oh, that's, that's really yeah. cool. Uh, but the other thing, so Ashok, right now, once again, we're talking pre-order prices. Fourteen bucks. Yeah, not surprised. Foil eighty. Yeah. So hope you get lucky in just, your packs. Yeah, everybody. just the Oko replacement. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, since we whole uh, seem to agree on a lot of this stuff, now I think we're going to start diverging away when we start with the enchantments. I really like the Akron War. Yes. That's three yeah, colorless those sagas red. Are cool. It's a saga. And its first step it's is... not going to work here? No. Oh! Know your place! It is going to work! <laughs> know your place, Squee! Uh, its first thing is gain control of target creatures for as long as Akron War remains on the battlefield. Uh-huh. So, and it has three stages. So, you're going to have the creature for three turns. This is red, mm-hmm. yes? This is red. Okay. Two, until your next turn, creatures your opponents control attack each combat if able. <laughs> Love it. Goated. Go- nice. Love it. Three... Each tap creature deals damage to itself Oof. equal to its power. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's Ooh. really real good. Uh, I think this may make an appearance in Geared because I get to yeah. steal a creature and I'll make copies yeah. of it. Sure. And then I'm making all of them attack. Uh, Will is going to throw this in Marisi. Yeah, oh, for sure. Hey, I'm going to throw this in that uh, deck I was alluding to earlier, my Jasova Jasova Dragon Claw. Okay. Stealing stuff. It's just like, yeah, does everything that you want it to as well. That card's bonkers. Yeah, that's, yeah, awesome. that's really, really Pre-ordering good. Pre-ordering for $0.80, cents, so it'll probably yeah. come in at $0.30, cents, $0.40. Oh, yeah, cents. it's going to be a book rare. Uh, yeah, this is a... I think this actually will find a home in a lot of EDH Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's fine. So I, yeah, that's, that card's bonkers. Well, Squee, what enchantment did you want to talk about? So I went in good Squee form, and I picked something I assume nobody else picked. It's called Escape Velocity. So oh, it's oh, yeah. an enchantment aura for one red, and it reads, Enchant Creature, Enchanted Creature gets plus one, plus zero, and has haste. And then it also has an escape cost for two. And this is the reason that I picked this out. So for exile two other cards from your graveyard, like we talked about earlier, you can bring this back and use it again. The reason I like this is because I've never seen an enchantment aura that you can bring back from the graveyard easily for the most part. Um, You have an option for this. That's been my biggest thing. It almost turns this into a one-drop equipment with a two-cost escape. Uh, Yeah. Frickin' your old Miss Stalker. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, it's so stupid gross. with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this Helm Smasher? Yeah, oh, yeah. Very but good. I don't think that this will get a ton of play in a lot of people's decks. Yeah. I like the mechanics so much on having an aura that you can bring back that you, I wanted to talk about it. You, you right. know what this is? This is just a fair version of uh, Tuck, help me out here. It's the green that when it, uh, it's an enchantment aura, and then when it goes to the graveyard, it goes back to your hand. Raincore. Oh, Rancor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's yeah. one green or... Is it one two? green for plus two, plus zero, and trample. Trample, yeah. correct. And so I think this is just a more 
fair version, version of, of that. Yes. Yep. yes, we're going plus one in haste instead of plus two in trample, but those are just the color differences. Yep. But instead of just auto getting it back, it's like, hey, you yeah, got to yeah, pay yeah, two yeah, mana yeah, and pay for it. You yeah. got to do right. a little yeah, yeah. something. You got to work bit. for it a little bit. Uh, but in EDH, we play with a hundred card deck. Who yeah, cares so if you're exiled? Really don't care. And yeah, those, in red, those it's not like you're getting that stuff back anyway. Exactly. Those two fetch lands, like Adios, this is probably going to see a lot of play in like a Krenko deck. Yeah, good pull. Hello, good pull. is it goblins? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that is not your command. That guy is not a good commander for that deck. I don't think there is actually a good. Uh, no, is it it's because he's a goblin. But he does nothing relevant. It doesn't matter. We're getting off tangent. <laughs> Tuck what you're enchanting. Uh, so you showed this to me, Mr. Combo. Birth of Melitus, colorless and a white. This yard freaking wrecks. So first, it's also a saga. <laughs> first stage, search your library for a basic planes card, reveal it, put it into your hand, and then shuffle your library. Seems good. I think that's Not already bad. good enough. Yeah, like, two mana uh, two, in white? Uh, two mana. Yeah. Tutor a yeah, yeah. yeah, right. To tutor a It has to be a basic, but again, in white, you're not, it's like, okay, I can't go get my misfilled plane. Yeah. Right. Then two, create an 0-4 colorless wall artifact creature with seems defender. Good. Yeah, it also good. seems good. And then three, you gain two life, which yep. kind of is yeah. relevant. You know, but like, Arcades is going to love this card. No, I agree. And like I just think like I was thinking about it uh, in the shower. Um, so this card, I think, is going to be really good in a lot of mono white decks. Yeah, like, I would say most of them. It's a it's great a utility. It's a, it's a ramp. It's a worse. It's a worse rampant growth in those colors, but yeah. like everything you have there is a worse ramp of some variety. So yeah. it's like, all right, yeah. we have another option. You, yeah, you also get a wall out of it. Right. You yeah, get, it defends you know, itself a little bit of life. So look at it this way: if someone said, "Hey, two mana." Go get a basic planes to hand, get a zero four wall, and gain, gain two, two life. life. You'd be like, sure, slam yeah, dunk. Absolutely. What do I have to do to do that? Well, it takes three turns. Well, how right, do I do fine. that? Yeah. Enchantment. Well, no one's gonna waste removal on that. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. We're, we're, yeah. We're, they know it's guaranteed. going away. And like again, like just being able to search a library for a for a land into hand in mono white is so good. So yeah, this card is sweet. Um, it's gonna be like twenty cents. So yeah. go pick them out while you can. You, you know what would be really cool with these? Since these sagas are actually good, unlike the previous sagas, <laughs> we sh there there should really be. We should figure out some real cool ways, like a uh, vampire hex mage multiple routes to take oh, the counters, take the counters off, off. Yeah, so yeah. you can keep doing uh -huh. them over and over and over oh, again. Oh, you can just keep doing stage one over and over? Oh, yeah. Man. Yep. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. Yeah, that'd cool. be rad. Um, but no, I like it. Cool. Well, I think the last one that we're going to be doing is gods. Uh, hey, this is a god deck, so we got to talk about it. I'm talking about my girl that I am going to be talking about on Brews and Builds in a couple weeks. Thassa Deep Dwelling. Deep Dwelling. This is three colorless yep. blue. She's a mythic. Indestructible. <laughs> Six five. As long as your devotion to blue is less than five, she isn't a creature. Who cares? Yeah. Even though six five indestructible for four, it's pretty, is pretty, it's pretty good. darn yeah. good. Nothing to sneeze at. Uh, but she's basically a conjuring closet. At the beginning of your end step, exile up to one other target creature you control, then return that card to the battlefield under your control. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's blink. It's oh, that's like, yeah. awesome. Like, I just talked about it in MTG Action yeah. News. Any blink deck, that's amazing. Her last ability actually I think is incredibly irrelevant. Four mana to tap a creature. That's not a good rate at all. No. But it's still something. It's a mana sink, right? So Sure. I'm on board. Yeah, I think she's great. Oh, um, the, the every turn automatic blink effect is incredible. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it is bonkers. So uh, just a better, if you're, again, like we talked about, it's a better... Similar to how if you're playing blue, Leyland of Anticipation is a better Voldalkin Orrery. This is just a better, if you're playing blue, this is just a better Conjurer's Closet. Sure. Because it costs one less, it's a creature, 
and and has another thing, right? Yeah. So and you can and like and it's an enchantment, so it's hard to get rid of. This card's freaking rules. Yep. Yep. No, I'm all for it. Well, Squee, what god do you want to talk about? So I think White finally got a good one here. Uh, Heliot's <laughs> yep. Uncrowned. Oh yeah. Yep. This, this, this card's, card's gonna be real Let's talk expensive. A walking ballista combo. Ooh, oh, gosh. Did you yep. see what Will posted in the Discord about walking ballista going up ten dollars? Yeah, even more. Not oh. surprised. <laughs> so it's uh, for those playing the home game, two colorless and white. Uh, indestructible as long as your devotion is less than five it isn't a creature which is not bad and white especially i mean yeah, yeah everybody costs one or two white to get out yep. uh whenever you gain life put a one one counter on target creature enchantment you control and then for one colorless and white another target creature gains life link until end of turn Jesus. I, think, I think this is going to be a mono white commander probably yeah. i would agree I think so yeah i think so it's cheap enough commander. at three mana yeah, to three work mana with is and like getting insane. your enchantments and everything out there as as white is good at so you can use this to stack your enchantments that was really important in there that you yeah. can stack enchantment counters well and it doesn't say other creature you control so once he becomes a creature once he starts oh, gaining life sure. you can start throwing the counters on him right. possibly just, one shot someone with yeah, command right. damage and every time he uh, does oh, that, because you're going to gain, every time he gets bigger, you're going to be getting more counters each time. It's yeah. just going to be an exponential stack. Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to be great. Just think it, about him and like even like not broken Soul Warden, right? Sure. Or Daxos, I, I, right? Just or over and over. The, and over. Uh, I almost put him at Reese, maybe just because, I, I don't know, my devotion of, might be an issue, of, but the counters are yeah. just so good. Yeah, like uh, think of the queen from Throne of Eldraine, like whenever... Oh God! Think uh, of creature attacks. Like that. You, yeah. you you gain a life for each attack. Oh, the creature. artifact. Yeah, yeah. So like that's something that stacks because they're all individual oh, yeah. triggers. Right, right, right. So that's just piling into this too. Yeah. That, you do Sutor Priest. You do Essence Warden. You put mm -hmm. those three together, and you're giving somebody plus Oof. thirty plus forty a turn. Pre-ordering yeah, almost twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah it's, it's only surprised. gonna go up. This card's gonna get played all over in modern too because of the combo. So oh yeah, card's absolutely. Gross. Well, uh, big tuck. What god do you want? I'm actually about? shocked that you didn't talk about Athreos because I know uh, you're hot on that. Yeah, uh, but I want to actually go through uh, Kith Kiothis, God of Destiny. Oh really? Yeah, I think this card's cool. So colorless green and a blue, or I'm sorry, colorless red, red and a green for a four or five indestructible. As long as your devotion to red and green is less than seven, it's not a creature. At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, exile target card from a graveyard. If it was a land card, add green or red. Otherwise, you gain two life and it deals two damage to each opponent. I like this card a lot. Uh, I don't really know why, uh, but <laughs> I yeah, me neither. I just think it's, I think it's fun. I like I like excellent things. Um, at grave and speci specifically in EDH, graveyards are a thing, right? Yeah. Like there's it's so many decks that abuse them, and like and and this is better than like in my opinion, running like uh, I was talking about this with Marketing Ross about he's like, should I just run Relic of Progenitus just in case? You're like sorta, but that just burns a slot in your deck, sure. Unless you like have something a way to recur it or something like that. This is targeted graveyard removal, right? So unless something's unless somebody's doing something on their turn, you're gonna pick out their best value, you're gonna pick out their best card, make them pay for it. Um, two damage to two. Life Life is non, it's non, yeah. doesn't matter, but two damage to each opponent is also very good. Yeah. So I just like this card. It's not, it's going to be way outside my price range because it's going to be played modern left, right, and center. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. And oh. Jund, yeah, definitely. The, it's like, uh, it's like another copy of uh, Deathrite Shaman. Oh. That can turn into a creature and swing out. Uh, but Deathrite Shaman's one mana. I know, but this is only three and it's a four or five. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna fair. it's gonna see that it's gonna see its play. So anyways, that's it for me. Cool. Yeah, I mean, as you I think you guys can all tell, uh, we're all pretty excited yes. so far about the Theros Beyond Death. I think yeah, there's done a, a good lot job. of good stuff yeah. in here. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you, man, I'm I'm white hot on these alternate arts. Yeah, especially with the gods and cool the constellations, too. real cool. Um I, you know, tune in in a couple weeks for part two. 
So uh, that's going to wrap up What's the Plane Chase. And that last segment, Squeed dives into those creative juices with the Weatherland. Welcome back to the Weatherlight Report, coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper 4. I'm Squee McGee. Today we're fitting into that Kansas-Missouri stereotype. We're going to go grab a case of light beer, get a boat, and we're going on a float trip with Sig River Guide. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a 2-2 legendary merfolk wizard for a white and a blue. We're splashing white into this merfolk tribal. I love, love it. it. Uh, so for those playing the home game, he reads, Island Walk for one and a white target merfolk you control gains protection from the color of your choice until end this, of turn. The professor would be proud. This was, I know he's got that. And this yeah. is also Marketing Ross's first EDH deck he ever built, yep. which yep. he has since dismantled. Yeah, so uh, I can't wait to see how you're going to make, apparently, uh, a, just, bunch of, a bunch of swimmy boys. A, a bunch of swimmy boys relevant. Yeah, we're, we're going tribal, and I wanted to bring to light there's more white merfolk than I had any clue yeah. about out there in the world. Yeah, it's actually pretty weird. Good. I don't know why there would be white merfolk. I Me can neither. see white blue, but just pure white? Yeah, when I saw him, I was like, that don't quite it's lo- get it's it, more but whatever. The rules don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> rules don't matter! <laughs> but anyway, so the first card I wanted to talk about is Judge Occurrence. It's a 1-1 merfolk wizard for one colorless and a white, and it reads, whenever a merfolk you control becomes tapped, you may gain one life. Seems good. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of feeding into like an aggro strategy type mm-hmm. thing with, with the uh, merfolk. So, all right, I, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, it, it has a good combo. I'm not going to talk about this card in, in this section for, for the most part, but it, it, with Freed from the Real, which is a blue card that allows you for one blue to tap target creature or for one oh, blue sure, untap yeah. target oh, creature, okay. you can use that in conjunction with other things that tap for abilities and use that as a life gain type right. of strategy. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, but I, yeah, I see it as you know three to five supplemental life each turn just to, yeah. uh, to keep you up there and make sure that you're not dying quickly. Dig it. Big dig it. Uh, so the next one I wanted to talk about is also a white merfolk. It's Harpoon Sniper. Oh, yeah. It's a 2-2 white merfolk archer for two colorless and white reads. Harpoon Sniper deals X damage to target attacking or blocking creature where X is the number of merfolk you control. It's simple. It's effective. <laughs> and if you have five to ten merfolk out there, it is a kill shot and or yes. making sure that people are in check and not attacking when you don't want them. Is there a way to make a bunch of merfolk tokens? Oh yeah. Like with what? There's other cards. There, yeah, they're on the blue oh, side. Of, yeah, that on the blue side helpful. of things, I think there's a there's couple of Yeah, there's one where it's like whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, create a, you create a merfolk or whenever you cast a smell. And then there's one that you can, there's one in white where you can create tokens and then uh, you can return it to, you can tap merfolk to return it from your graveyard to your hand. Hmm. So I can't remember okay. what it's called. It's like something with school, but anyway. Okay, yeah. Like I, I see Stony Brook Schoolmaster, um, and, and that's the one where when he taps, you you get a one one yeah. merfolk. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm looking, and I'm only seeing like a couple of them. Uh, but it'd be cool if you could figure out a way to do like merfolk tokens, because mm-hmm. then that harpoon sniper is just gonna be. Sniping yeah. people. Yeah. Even without, if you're running a merfolk tribal, you're probably going to have three to six of them on the yeah, sure, at fair. minimum, and that's going to take care of most things out there. Right. That's um, fair. All right. What's so the next one? Next one you probably have heard of. It is cheaper than I would expect for a card that this good, and I don't know why I don't run this in other decks of mine, but it's called Mirror Entity. Uh, oh, it's sure. a 1-1 one, yeah. one shapeshifter for two colorless and a white and a reeds changeling. Yep. Oh, so X good. creatures you control become XX and gain all creature types until end of turn. Ha. What is what is there, what is there what more is there to say? I, yeah, I don't need to describe much about that. It's a changeling, so it is a this, Is this in Reese? No, it's not. Oh, it, it needs to be. be. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as soon as I saw that, I was like, "What the hell yeah. am I doing?" Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the great thing about this card is that his it's ability isn't a tap ability. So right. you could swing with everything. They're like, "Okay, I take it," and, and they're like, like "Not I anymore." Make them all ten power. You right. die. 
Yep. Yeah, this is great. And yeah, especially in here or in Reese, for example, since right. being a changeling, like he gets all of the other elf or merfolk effects that would yeah, be Yeah, and there. they're like, especially with your little baby creatures, right? Like they're going to need the help. They're going to need the boat. They're going to need the pump up. Yeah, for Mirror a dollar or two dollars, this is for sure going rules. in here and most definitely going in Reese. Yeah, yeah Anything go wide is great for that. Uh, and card? then the last one I wanted to talk about is a blue sorcery. It's Distant Melody. It oh, is yeah. a blue sorcery for three colorless and a blue, and it reads, choose a creature type, draw a card for each permanent. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I need that in my participator's <laughs> day. Yeah. What are you it's doing? Like, it's what a matter you, of what sense. What am I doing? What, yeah. are you, what are you doing? Yeah, this card's real cheap, too. It's not very yeah, expensive. Yeah, so. a couple bucks. Yeah, pick one up. Um, for a combo. Yeah, just, just a really, really good, any sort of tribal draw also, effect if you have blue. Mr. Combo? Oh. Yeah. 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 I don't like drawing cards in that deck. I prefer <laughs> to cascade into nothing. <laughs> Yeah, this one's I, th- I think is pretty self-explanatory. No, totally. But for a dollar or two dollars, it's really really good. Yeah, it helps if you're you draw playing cards. If, if you're playing any, if you're playing a tribe that has access to blue, pick it up. Yep, exactly. Well, that's all I had on that one. I want to kick it back to the Action Four News Desk with Mister Combo and Big Tuck. Thank you very much. And hey, guys, thanks for staying with us until the end. And as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level One Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders through LevelOneGameShop.com. The other way that you can help support your news team is to head over to Patreon.com slash CMD Tower. Uh, with reward tiers for all the budgets, there's a way that you, the collective, can help. Without your support, uh, we would just be uh, doing those scratcher tickets yeah, each yeah, Saturday. Yeah, gotta, gotta get our scratchers. I got four bucks. We're gonna do it. <laughs> hey, I want uh, free ticket. <laughs> Let's play a game. Yeah. Uh, you can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 news team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, our website, cmdtower.com, and for a dollar a month on our Patreon, you can also get access to our Discord. You can communicate directly with your team at cmdtower, at Mr. Combo number five, all spelled out except for the five, at Dear Squee, at Big Tuck Tweeting. You can also email all of us at our respective names, Big Tuck, Dear Squee, Mr. Combo number five, at cmdtower. From your MTG Action 4 News team, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Good morning.